Hello, welcome to Tag Talk. Haley is lagging again, or at least for me. I don't know. It didn't lag for me. You don't. You just need to get back on here. You need to DM Jeremy and be like, give me the login again. Because <laughs> we've been gone for so long that StreamYard has forgotten me when I was gone for like however many weeks it was. But anyway, back to the show. Welcome to Tag Talk. My name is Kylie. This is Haley. And this is our AW All In predictions show, preview show, gossip show, all the things. Um, of course, like there's still a dynamite and there's still AW shows between now and All In, so other things can be added. But that's okay because what we're going to talk about today are still the matches that I'm looking the most forward to. So all everything else to me is just white noise. But uh, as you might know, AW All In is going to take place in London, England. Um, the home of Beans on Toast Lovers. Which, <laughs> listen, I tweeted about this and I had to commit to the bit. I am an avid Beans on Toast lover. Everybody, please do not click off, but I made <laughs> the best I could do before Tag Talk. I made my Beans and Toast. Um, yeah, you know, Kylie, how do you feel about Beans on Toast? And here's the thing. I've had... Um, like cannellini beans on toast, like a sun-dried tomato situation. But baked beans on toast is disgusting. You're wrong. It's so bad. It's so, like, (laughs) soft, and it's so just... I I can't. I can't do it. It's baby food. Like, I see it, and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Like, I am a baby. I love it. I don't know. I know it's like a very controversial thing, but I love beans on toast. I don't care. I had to speak my truth today. Yeah, I feel like sometimes uh, British people, they get a little upset when they get pigeonholed as beans on toast people. But There's nothing wrong with it, though. I, I, mean, I mean, unless you like hate beans on toast. I, some of them probably do hate beans on toast. Is it like a... Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Well, regardless, um, beans on toast, well, baked beans on toast, like the beans from a can. No, absolutely not. But I can do, I can do another situation. I can do cannellini. I can do chickpeas. I can do beans on toast. not actual beans on toast. Okay. I didn't know know you're the beans, please. (laughs) But it's not the beans on toast. Okay, what what was the beans police? Like, why are you gatekeeping beans on toast? You're not even British. Yes, I am. My ancestors. You live in Ohio. (laughs) My ancestors are English, Kylie. Oh, my God. Haley, finish the beans on toast. Just finish them so that we (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to Tap Talk, guys. That was a bit of a chaotic open but if you want your question your comment your statement whatever your opinions on beans on toast or other british food um especially if it's you know british chinese food uh, a british takeaway any of that i have opinions on it but you know what you guys if you want to submit a super chat you can do that also subscribe to fightful overbooked uh this is the home of tack talk and other really great shows so make sure you do that but today, we are going to talk about AW All In. We're going to give our predictions. We're going to have fun with it. 
I want to hear you guys' thoughts too. So make sure you're talking in the chat. Make sure you're submitting your super chats and doing all of the things. Uh, all these comments about putting cheese on beans on toast, I will be trying that. Thank you. It sounds kind of cursed, but I'm going to try it. It's so, I'm, okay, eat your beans on toast. <laughs> and what really gets me, and not to turn this into a USA versus, you know, UK thing, but so many British people, they, they, they say bad things about American food that were unhealthy and all this kind of stuff. And you know what? There's nothing worse for your soul than eating beans on toast. I can think of plenty. <laughs> like hot dogs. You think British people don't eat hot dogs? I'm saying it's like a really American thing. Well, luckily I don't like hot dogs. Like those cheap hot dogs? Like, well, I don't, well, luckily I don't like hot dogs, Haley. We're in the clear. Proud to be an American. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just choked on a bean. <laughs> this was a mistake. It was, it was a mistake. We're done. It's done. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Um, back to the show. We're going to talk about All In. Uh, we figured we would start with the pre-show, Ozzy Open versus MJ of Adam Cole, and just kind of go through the matches and just have a fun time talking about um, our thoughts and, I don't know, what we think is going to happen at All In. This show is such a wild card to me because as the card is shaping up, I'm like, it feels like this exists in another universe. Listen, Corey says, petition to rename it Bean Talk. Listen. Me and Haley, a long time ago, had a joke. <laughs> because we were meeting for, in person for the first time, whenever it was, a year ago. Okay. And we we were going to get matching tattoos. And they were going to be... and Haley, Maybe Haley still has the picture and she could put it on Twitter for you guys. It was going to be cartoon beans as the elite. Like, being the elite. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, so, beans have a special place in our heart. So, bean talk... Okay. Maybe we'll do a show where we just rate beans. <laughs> My favorite bean is a black bean. I love black beans. They're so, like, black bean soup, 10 out of 10. Anyway, <laughs> back to the all-in. <laughs> beans are like eight times. Beans. Well, the beans are polarizing. Uh, I, I don't remember where my sentence got left off, but Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. I'm super excited for this one. Because I am becoming a fan of Aussie Open. I'm not there yet. I still think they're a little bland. They're a little vanilla. But I think Haley's love of Aussie Open is kind of like making me Do my ears that. deceive me? I'm like that Cody, that Cody gif. That's literally me right now. I can't okay, I take it back. You just said that. I take it back. <laughs> like that was full honesty from Kylie, you guys. Listen, it's just like I like them, but I think it's because so many people around me are starting to like them. So I'm like sympathy enjoying Ozzy Open. A sheep? I never said I wasn't. <laughs> Do I look like a lion? Okay. <laughs> no. Um, and then MJF and Adam Cole as friends, but also like, especially the promos this week, these moments where you can really see the rivalry coming through. I love it. I really love this angle. I do think it's a little weird that they're double booked because um, they're doing this tag match and then, of course, the AW World title match. But 
I think it works storyline wise. I really think it does. And I think this is going to be a really great match. Uh, I have no predictions on the outcome because I do think it's going to be Aussie open, but I don't know how we get there. I'm assuming it's going to be an issue with the teamwork between MJF and Adam Cole. I'm not sure, but Haley, what are your thoughts? I think I'm in the same boat. I will say the whole storyline between um, Adam Cole and MJF is probably the thing I'm most excited for going into All In. Um, I think it's been the best book storyline in AW, especially on Dynamite. Um, (laughs) But I'm excited. I I don't know how we get there either. I do think Aussie Open will retain, as they should. Um, But like you said, I think there will be some inner conflict that we will see heading into the title match. Um, Who do you think ultimately is going to turn, though? I do think you mean like at the at basically at the title the world title match at the end. Well, if that's what happens, I do think it's going to be Adam Cole Mm -hmm. uh, because I think the MJF thing is kind of obvious and it's just a rehashing really of other feuds he's had the Cody feud the Punk feud. Um, I think it'd be really great for MJF's character and sort of his story arc if someone else turns on him this time and someone else is a bigger devil than the devil. Um, but I don't know, I don't know how you get there because presumably they lose the tag title match. Maybe Adam Cole does something dastardly. I don't know. But then the world title match is a bit of a toss up to me. I could see a world in which either MJF or Adam Cole win that world title match. But I think there's a good story to be told in Adam Cole winning that world title match. Um, However, it happens because, yeah, like JP Loves Gaming says, I think the kingdom gets involved in the title match. I do think so, too. The kingdom and uh, Roderick Strong have been, like, following following around, sort of being a little bit goofy. But I do think – I do think it's all a ruse. I think that Adam Cole is in cahoots with these guys, the kingdom and uh, Roderick Strong, and something is going to happen. I don't know what. You could have cheating. You could have – um, some sort of disadvantage to MJF. Maybe he gets attacked before the match. I don't know. But it, I think there's more to be told with Adam Cole winning than MJF winning. And also, I feel like a world title change, you know, in August, uh, right before all-out full gear season, which is, you know, historically a time where AW creatively is at its best, I think is a great idea. <clears throat> I agree, too. Um, I've been in the same boat because I think pushing MJF in this like top babyface role, um, and kind of switching that will be really good for a good change of pace, I guess. Um, but selfishly, I do just want to see Adam Cole win. <laughs> like, I, I just, well, I do. Like, I just, I want to see him get a championship in AEW already. I think it's long overdue, and if it has to be here, then it has to be here. And also, if you think about Adam Cole and all the beef that he's built up in AW, you know, stuff with Jay White, stuff with Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. stuff with the Young Bucks. Uh, and also, if he has, you know, the Kingdom and Roderick Strong, then you open the door for other feuds and other, like, trios and tag and all that kind of stuff. So I really do think there's big money in an Adam Cole faction with Adam Cole at the head. Uh and I mean, Kyle O'Reilly is looming. 
that doesn't involve the Young Bucks. I would like the Young Bucks and Adam Cole to definitely be two on two different sides uh, because of you know the beatdown angle that never really got reconciled properly. Um, so I think I definitely see in the future, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Bullet Club Gold bringing in um, the Gun Club or the Guns and building them as you know integral parts of that faction and the matches they've had with the young bucks i see a bullet club elite thing down the road i would love to see adam cole's faction whether they call it the kingdom or not be part of that so i maybe it's because i'm selfish and i'm like rationalizing it i'm like oh adam cole could be world champion and it'd be so great but i do think there's money there because if mjf wins it beats adam cole regardless of how mjf does it I don't know where MJF goes from there except for CM Punk. And I don't think you can tell as as much as I do like CM Punk. I don't think if you can't get CM Punk reliably on Dynamite, he cannot be world champion. So there's like political other issues that might inhibit that. Um, Because you can't have your world champion just be on collision, which gets like a fraction of the viewership as Dynamite. And then on Dynamite, what do you do? You got no one. You don't have a world champion. So that's just my thoughts on that. But regardless, I think Aussie Open MJF Adam Cole is going to be great fun. I think it's going to be a good wrestling match. I do expect it to be a little bit tame because MJF and Adam Cole have that world title match at the end of the night. But you know what? It'll be fun. And the ROH World Tag Titles being on this pay-per-view is kind of a big deal. It is. And you know what? The Aussie Open theme song hitting in that stadium I love that theme song, by the way. I think I've tweeted about it like every single time it comes on. I don't know. I love it. I think of all of all the music that's in AW that has been in AW, I think Adam Cole's is like up there is the best with me. Yeah. And so is Eddie Kingston's. Something about hearing Eddie Kingston's music hit in an arena, uh, you know, pay-per-views at Bennett, Dynamites, whatever, it hits and like the energy changes. And it's not even like that special of a song. It's not like Adam Cole's that's like so different and unique, but Eddie Kingston, it's just Eddie's vibe. It's just the energy because you know he's going to come out there and he's going to kick ass. <laughs> and I think yeah. like that's, the, you're like, oh, yes. I'm like, yes. And it's called like cold world. And I'm like, yes, Eddie, it is such a cold world. <laughs> so true. <laughs> like I immediately feel like I could be Eddie Kingston and beat everybody up. Like it just inspires confidence in me. As it should. I love that. But- Speaking of speaking of Eddie, let's talk about the Stadium Stampede. Um, because I am so excited for this. I love Stadium Stampede. And I'm not sure how this Stadium Stampede is going to work with people being there, uh, whether they're gonna film it beforehand or have the Stadium Stampede. Um, I don't know. That'd be because... so chaotic if they tried to do that live. <laughs> well, well, it's like um Double or nothing, one of the pandemic era ones, before it was like right before they went back touring. So I guess 2021, they had the um, the stadium stampede. It was like the, if the inner circle loses, then they disband or whatever. And they had like pre filmed bits that they just put on a screen in the venue. And then they had like the little bit with Sammy at the end. But I'm just imagining a venue of like 80,000 people watching a screen. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> they pay for that, like. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know how, I think they have to have some in-crowd fighting mixed in with some uh filmed stuff. But anyway, Stadium Stampede, sorry, I have the lineup right here. It's John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and three mystery partners. 
versus Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, Trent and uh, Chuck Taylor, and the Lucha Bros, Phoenix and uh, Penta. So quite a lineup, honestly. Like AWOGs, like AW former world champions, so many just like big names in this match. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I think, and I think what we should probably talk about is these three mystery partners that the BCC is going to have. Because I've seen a lot of names tossed around. I think people have talked to Santana Ortiz, uh, Shota Umino, um, Ishii, like New Japan guys, just so many different uh, people that it could be. And we haven't really, at least, you know, from what I know, we haven't really gotten any major hints about who it could be. I mean, the only big hint is who they're opposing, right? So it's Eddie Kingston, it's Best Friend, and it's, and it's Lucha Bros. So you would think that it would be, these would be someone connected to them, if not just like really cool random surprises. So Healy, who do you think it's going to be? So when I saw the graphic, I was like, ooh, this is definitely, it's definitely to throw people off. But I feel like people were like, ooh, like that looks like Ishii, right? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, especially after like all the new Japan, like, no. Uh, I think it's Santana Ortiz and possibly Chris Hero. I don't know. I don't know. I would love to see that. Um, I think Santana and Ortiz for sure. Um but that third person, I don't know. I keep going back and forth from, like, Chris Hero to, like, a bunch of other people. But I feel like if the goal is to get under um, Eddie's skin, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good way to go. But I definitely agree, especially if – because the last time we saw Santana and Ortiz as a duo, um, Santana had gotten injured, and then people were talking, there's beef between them, they have different opinions on AW, blah, 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 whatever that drama is. But if they've reconciled, at least to a point where they could be tag team partners and be in this match, that would be a, a deafening pop. I think that's a great surprise that, you know, the crowd would love, but also people at home. Because Santana and Ortiz, before Santana's injury, people were screaming for them to be world tag champs. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a big thing. It was like, why haven't they been tag champs yet? Santana Ortiz and then best friends, people, you know, they're AWOGs and they're being sidelined like this. Um, So I think that would really be a great shot in the arm to the tag division, especially if Santana Ortiz come back and their heels and the young bucks have just gotten back into the tag division and their baby faces. Um, So I think that they could definitely do something there. That would be a lot of fun. Um, And we'll get to the FTR young bucks match, but there's, a lot more with that now. I don't know if you guys know, but um, coming back to Stadium Stampede, I think Santana Ortiz would be a lot of fun. And I think that they could really do some interesting spots because Santana Ortiz are so willing to use, you know, not just standard weapons, but also like goofy weapons. Like, like especially Ortiz is not afraid to be, you know, comedic. I think that's a good environment for them to come back and not have too much stress put on them. Like, they don't have to be the focus 100%. They're in, like, a big team of, you know, what is it, like, six or seven. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's good. I think it's calm. Uh, and I think Eddie Kingston being back in AW in a big, big role is really important because he still gets big pops. People still love Eddie. When he came out and, like, announced this match and that they were going to do it, it brought a tear to my eye thinking about Eddie Kingston in Wembley. 
I was like, the tears were out. It was, it was a lot. Like, oh, I love Eddie. Because imagine them all chanting for Eddie. I just, I'm really just excited for him to have his moment. And also the best friends really yeah. getting something substantial that isn't just losing all the time. <laughs> I don't want to say just like a random trio, but it, it, they really do get random trios all the time. And I think AW really is moving forward with the Trent story. Um, Trent becoming something that isn't just the best friends, like his own personal development, especially being opposite Wheeler Yuta. I think that uh, really plays into this a lot. And then the Lucha Bros. I mean, the Lucha Bros are always going to be great. They're always going to be over. They're just some staples in AW. Um, and being part of a match like this, you know Phoenix is going to do something absolutely crazy that's going to make us all have a heart attack. And Penta is going to be there cheering him on. <laughs> you know what? That's like the spirit of the match. And if yes. if Phoenix jumps off something really high and Claudio catches him, I would love it. <laughs> I hope they do that just for you. I hope they do. We all know Tony Khan watches Tag Talk. No. <laughs> we need to bring back that running gag because I'm. I, I. You know what? That dynamite. That was for us. Last week's dynamite. Haley and I were looking at the cards, and I was like. This is everything we want. This is like our vision for AW. I'm and so. And then like, all the surprises kept coming, and I was like, "Wow, Dynamite is back!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like, <laughs> Tony Khan watches Tag Talk. Um, but no, I I'm also really really excited um, because the Stadium Stampede, and I don't know how they'll end up doing it, uh, especially with like the backstage scenes where they're like filmed. But I just love crowd noise. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a first stadium stampede with a full... It's the first AW show at the full stadium. But I think... Um, I don't know how they'll do it. I don't know how they'll film it. They'll have to get creative with it. But I think hearing the crowd pop for things that are crazy and wild is going to be a lot of fun. And also Moxley's going to bleed. Willer Yuta's going to bleed. Eddie Kingston's going to bleed. Everybody in here loves to bleed. You know what? <laughs> if we can get a spot like the golf cart or the damn horse or like anything like that. Like I, I want like a memorable like thing like that somehow. Who would, because when Hangman rode the horse, yeah. who, who here would ride a horse? I'll, I'll put Orange Cassidy on a horse. <laughs> and he's just like trotting along like, like as slow as can be. Or he's just like really going fast. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like that get him a horse suddenly orange cassidy knows how to ride horses find someone in london who has a horse <laughs> i mean <laughs> transport it in from the british countryside and put do it a cost a fortune but i need that that moment or like mocks <laughs> like rock on a horse i'd be into it yeah, I don't know. I want like a spot like that, like a, a good memorable spot. And I think I think we'll definitely get something. I don't know what, but maybe like a motorcycle or a car, like Attitude Era style. You remember the Attitude yeah. Era where they were have? Oh my God! Do you remember the Spice Girls at the Olympics in those like the taxi cars and they were on top of them? Like I need that in this match. Like a the Spice Girls. <laughs> like I see Blackpool Combat Club and I see Scary Spice and Forty. I need the baby spice. You should dress up as a Spice Girl. Haley, can you imagine pitching to John Moxley? I want you to be like Scary Spice. 
If, if they show up as the Spice Girls, I'm going to lose my mind now. The best friends would do it. Yes, they would. Someone call the best friends and tell them to be Spice Girls. And bring Sue. Yes. And that way you can have all the Spice she Girls. Can, she can drive the little cab. Yes. Listen. <laughs> I would be into it. I, <laughs> some people wouldn't get the reference, but that's okay. Because it's for me and you. Absolutely. And Tag Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But back to Stadium Stampede, who do you think comes out on top? Ooh. Um, oh, that's a great question. Maybe BCC? I think BCC as well. I think I think it really does depend, though, on who their mystery partners are. Because it's a, if it's a random, like, conglomeration of, like... New Japan talent talent, or, like, British talent, European talent, and there's no real connection, then I could see a situation where the best friends, that group, wins. Um, but I do think that they're kind of hyping it up to be something not, you know, world game-changingly major, but something significant. And I think BCC wins. I also think they're trying hard to establish Mox, not as, like, the singles guy who's just part of BCC, but as, like, a teammate in bcc so i think they definitely need that win um so i pick bcc as well uh, this next one i think we should we should save ftr young bucks for last do you agree yeah, sure okay so because i want to talk about kenny omega <laughs> of course i mean <laughs> i was gonna wear my kenny omega shirt today i didn't dang i was gonna wear a shirt today but i, I went to the store earlier and i wore this and then i forgot to change so i'm wearing my casey kirk shirt we love that. We love the curves. Uh, so this one is Kenny Omega hanging in page and Kota Ibushi versus Takeshita, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Listen. So Bullet Club Gold. I'm so excited for this match. And I hate to be that person that's like, guys, this is going to be incredible because of all this lore and like gatekeep it because of that. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be great. And you know what? It's for the elite and the surrounding girlies. <laughs> The elite Bullet Club girlies, okay? Listen, the the other day, Charlie had tweeted, like, Bullet Club is back. And I'm like, <laughs> Bullet Club is back. Like, Bullet Club New Japan is doing great. At least I think, like, my personal opinions of what I like about wrestling. I think that they're at a, the best spot they've been in since the Bullet Club Civil War. Yeah, uh, I think at first it was job. really rocky for me. I was like, I don't know how I feel about it, but it's grown on me. Yeah, and then Bullet Club Gold... I think had a little bit uh, some trouble gaining traction at first, but now I think they're definitely like in it, especially um, with the guns being like goofy knockoff young bucks and really leaning into the, that, like I am Nick Jackson when he was goofy uh, in a heel and just obnoxious. I love that kind of moving away from the Shawn Michaels stuff into like the young buck stuff um, in the ring as well. Did you see the bit on collision? Um, juice and the guns and no. juice was like kenny and they did like the like thing in the ring and i love great. it it was great i love that <laughs> I, it's and i have been like a critic of the guns because i didn't like that they became world tag champs I, but like as individual people i love them they've only ever been nice and polite and incredible to me in person but like on screen i've been like mm. but I think this match is going to be great. I'm also really interested, not just on the Bullet Club side, back to lore discussion. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious about the dynamic between Hangman and Kota Ibushi. 
because the hangman Kenny story has been a parallel of the Kenny Kodabushi story minus the explicit romance and, you know, romantic undertones. I mean, you can read into it what you want, but, uh, so like Kenny and Hangman as best friends who broke up and came back together, teaming with Coda, who Kenny and Coda reconciled and then broke up because AW was formed and then came back together now. So I'm really curious to see how Hangman and Kota Bushi kind of blend because they both think of themselves as Kenny Omega's tag team partner. Especially after <clears throat> um like the cage match stuff. Like I'm really I'm really interested to see how yeah. that kind of like boils over and especially with like hangman kind of starting to do like the whole like drinking thing again and i'm just excited to kind of see hangman's development like you said in that way yeah and i tweeted about this watching dynamite i was like hangman is drinking again the young bucks are off on their own doing tag team stuff kenny's in the hospital so many people are mia who are like tangentially related to the elite they're just off doing whatever it is they're doing so the elite is like at a crisis point. And when they're at a crisis point, that's when they do their best storytelling. So I'm really excited because I know it's going to happen. Kenny's going to go to tag someone in and it's going to be Hangman and Kota Ibushi and he's going to have to pick one to tag in. And it's going to be, and I he's going to pick Kota Ibushi. Oh. And, and it's going to drive Hangman crazy. And he's going to really lean into the drinking, lean into that sort of, um, who am I? Like I left the elite. To find myself, I became world champion, and I'm back in the elite, and I'm just back in this, this mix where I'm just secondary again. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and I love Kodabushi being an AEW simply because I think he his presence adds a lot to Kenny Omega's individual story. Because um, I have loved what the elite have done in AEW thus far, but it's I think Kenny Omega has kind of tiptoed around the issue of Kota Bushi and AW. It's been like hinted, the seeds have been planted, but it's always been like Kenny and the Young Bucks, their relationship and Kenny and Hegman. It's like a different world. So bringing Japan in Kenny's like Japanese life into his um, Western life is really fun. I think. I do just want to like momentarily talk about this um, because a lot of people that I talked to were really upset that Hangman specifically didn't get a singles match at all in. Um, and, you know, you were talking about kind of Hangman's position in the Elite now and, you know, mm -hmm. leaving and coming back and being like, oh, like, maybe, like, this is where, like, I need to be, you know. Yeah. But, like, do you think that he's going to separate himself again? Do you think that that's something that he needs to do? Do you think he's better off without them, in a sense? Like, better off singles-wise? I think, I think ultimately... I think it's going to be a similar story to the first time he left the elite when he was an alcoholic, the, you know, really dramatic Matt Jackson crash mirror. I hope there's no like fighting this time though. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, think just, I, think like, this, I think this time the elite are really going to lean in and help him. And I think the, like the looming threat of not just Jay White and bullet club, but Adam Cole yeah. and what becomes of, you know, Adam Cole and presumably his faction in the kingdom. Um, I think they're really going to lean in and it's going to strengthen the bonds of the elite in the face of these, uh, these enemies, these foes. And I do think hangman will be world champion again. And I think he will be Adam Cole probably for the title. Cause I do think they want to rerun the hangman Adam Cole feud where hangman isn't 
you know, just I think Hangman as world champion was great, but I think that Hangman Adam Cole feud and then the CM Punk stuff, I think he really cooled down because people just didn't enjoy uh, seeing Hangman be so one dimensional and kind of be relegated to that role. But I think this Hangman, where he's you know the anxious millennial and actually struggling, I think people enjoy more. So that's where I think it's going. And I think Kenny is going to help him win the world title down the line. I hope so. I, I definitely think that we're going to see Hangman as champion again. Um, I don't know when, but I agree. I think that it's not going to be a big fight this time. Like, we've grown as people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, it's going to be... It's going to be tough, and I think that they're really going to have to, like, stick with Hangman and, like, tough it out. Um, but I do think that Hangman is, especially with the Elite getting older, I think establishing Hangman as someone who can be on his own, but is also a valuable part of the Elite, uh, is important. So I, they've already established that he can be on his own, he can be world champ, he can beat the best. Now, who mm-hmm. is um, with his friends? And I, I don't know where Dark Order factors into this, if at all. I just, I don't know what AEW is doing over there. That's secondary right now. <laughs> That's secondary. Um, but he will have to confront that as well, probably. So, so that's my thought on that. So who do you think wins this multi-man match? Is it Golden Elite or is it Bullet Club? This is hard. Like, I want to say, I want to say the Golden but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I would be mad either way. I'm going to say the Golden Elite. Because I think Co- uh, Cody... What the fuck? Kenny. Oh, Cody is not here. <laughs> Wrong promotion. I think... Uh, yeah, I think that they'll want Kenny to get a win. I think they want Kenny to get a win. But also, I think the visual of... Jay White pinning any one of the Golden Elite is too good to pass up. Yeah. Um, and I think Bullet Club Gold really does need something to catapult them True. to the yeah. level of the Elite. True. So I think, especially if All In is a building block to All Out, like it was what it looks like, I think Bullet Club Gold winning here. That's what I think. But I can see definitely see the Golden Elite taking it just for like the happy baby face. Look at us getting along moment. Yeah, but like now that you mention it, like the shock win, I, that'd be great. And I think Jay White pinning Hangman Page mm-hmm. is crazy. So that's what I think. Um, but regardless, that match is going to be great. I understand the criticisms of Hangman and Kenny not having singles matches and people being upset about that because it's you know it's a big show. But I also think. Um, with All Out right behind it, I don't think Kenny Omega could work two singles matches. And also, I think this multi-man is just as good as any Kenny Omega singles or uh, Hangman singles or Jay White singles would have been just because, I don't know, I, I just I just love a multi-man match, guys. I just think it's unfortunate, um, booking-wise, that the pay-per-views are so close together. Yeah. Um, because I think if All Out would have been pushed back or they would have just disregarded it just to have All In in place of it this year, um, yeah, I think we would be seeing more singles matches. But it is unfortunate, um, especially for how big it is. Uh, but 
the matches are still going to be great. It's still going to be a really good show. Yeah. Hopefully, people will still be, you know, sent home happy. I don't know. I think so. I'm not going and like, you know, I don't I don't live there. Like I I'm not paying to go to the show. So it's hard for me to be like, well, I think it's going to be great. You know? Yeah, and like people are they're going to have their criticisms um and what have you. But I also feel like looking ahead to all out, I wonder if maybe they have plans for Hangman to have a big match or Kenny to have a big match and they need to save them for that. Um, but like looking at the rest of the card, I don't think that we're short on major matches that we would need Kenny Omega to do a 40 minute singles or need Hangman to do something great because just looking at the rest of the card, I mean, there's a CM Punk singles, XR and the Young Bucks, MJF and Adam Cole. Like we're not short on big matches. Osprey. Yeah. So I think that, I think we're fine. I guess that's what I'm coming to. But there's also a tag team coffin match, which <laughs> I'm really curious about. It's Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve Strickland and AR Fox. And me and Haley have talked about how much we have loved the Swerve, Nick Wayne, Darby Allen feud. I, I've had such a great time with this. Uh, and I'm really curious about how this match is going to play out. So, Coffin matches, at least in AW, we just had one. I guess it technically wasn't a coffin match, the Christian Cage one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like buried alive, whatever. Yeah, it was buried alive. But it's like the same concept. Yeah. Um, but it's like, now it's a tag team. And one of the people in this match is Sting, and who has been Joker Sting in you know the last few times we've seen him. So they're going to do something absolutely crazy. And I'm getting the vibe from Darby Allen that it's going to be absolutely crazy. I just have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know. And honestly, it's so intriguing to me. Like this whole like bringing back the Joker Sting thing. I don't know. I love when wrestlers kind of bring out these like faces from the past. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's my favorite. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see how crazy that they can get in this match. I mean, obviously, we know Darby is literally insane. He will jump off of anything and do crazy moves and, you know. But I'm excited to see uh, Swerve and AR Fox in this position, too. Um, AR Fox is somebody that I've really had my eye on in the past, like, two years, I would say. Um, and seeing his kind of trajectory in AEW has really been fun. Like, I, I like this pairing. Yeah, and I think, especially with Sting sort of winding down his tenure and uh, Darby really taking on a mentor role with Nick Wayne, I think this, I think Darby and Sting take this because I think it's a feel good moment and it'll, it'll give the crowd a chance to, like, uh, you know, chant for Sting, appreciate Sting, all that kind of stuff. Um, I hope, fingers crossed, that no one gets hurt because I do yeah. know I I've seen pictures of Wembley that people have put online and there's a lot of spaces I can see where Darby can do something crazy. And I hope fingers crossed that there's someone um, who, you know, reigns him in <laughs> and doesn't let him do something too insane. Cause I think being at Wembley in front of all those people, like it kind of incentivizes being. Oh yeah. And that playing off that energy, like, yeah, 
being like way more extreme and way more, which is crazy to say about when we're talking about Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a tag team coffin match, and I am excited to see how how that turns out uh, because Swerve and Air Fox could do some crazy stuff too. Like, and they're they're just as capable of doing like crazy athletic things as Darby. And Sting has also shown that he's not adverse to jumping on something and being reckless. So uh, I just hope it goes off without a hitch and we don't have like a Matt Hardy incident. Uh, like, I don't remember what pay-per-view it was. It was like a Daily Place one. But fingers crossed. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go on the opposite side of things and say Swerve and Fox take this just because I I would love to see them put Sting down and just the crowd go absolutely batshit. I think that that would be, I don't know, I just like that visual. Just Yeah, really I could go going either way. I think that's what I really like. Maybe that's why I love this card where other people have been critical um, because I can really see any of these matches going one way or the other. I love the you know, uh, you can really buy into a match if you're not en- entirely sure who's going to win. Yeah. At least for me, I buy into matches a lot more when I'm not sure. But I could definitely see Swerve and Arrow Fox winning as well. Especially because I think Swerve had a rocky period where he was, you know, with those randos and like... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the AW's really, you know, set on this Swerve-Arrow Fox pairing. And I, oh, Swerve Air Fox uh, going for the tag titles. Listen, it'd be pretty great. I'd be into it. it. I would love to see that. I would love to see it. Um, So let's see. We did Coffin. We did that one. We did that one. Okay. Are you talking, you want to talk about FTR Young Bucks? I mean, (laughs) imagine we just end the show. We're like, we're like, okay, that's it. Goodbye. (laughs) And like, listen, like last week, I was like, I knew we were going to do this because we usually do when pay-per-views come around or like big shows. And I was like, oh man, like I'm so excited to talk about this match and like all the developments and stuff. And then, you know, some things happened the other day, some very unfortunate things. Um, and so now I'm like, oh man, like we have to talk about this. <laughs> like- <laughs> okay. So if you don't know, a couple days ago, it came out that Cash Wheeler was arrested in Florida for, um, assault with a firearm the victim alleges that cash wheeler pointed a weapon a firearm at them on the highway uh it was like a road rage situation you know it's all alleged um i'm not here to be you know judge jury uh for a situation like this um i i don't know the facts of it aw seems to be you know supporting cash wheeler which leads me to believe that maybe there's something that we don't know i don't know but for a while this people thought this ftr versus young bucks match was going to be canceled or changed or what have you because of cash wheeler not being able or maybe not being able to travel uh but it's going ahead as plans like they haven't said anything um otherwise so i don't know it's gonna be interesting yeah uh i don't know when it happened i was like i'm gonna wait because i don't want to start fantasy booking something and like these are situations where like you really shouldn't be doing that um especially when there's a victim involved um 
you know, and we just didn't have all the specifics and things. But now that it seems like it's still happening, I will say, part of me was like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if we could see Edgy Christian? Listen, that's crazy versus the Young Bucks? Like, that'd be insane. <laughs> like, when people, when people thought that uh, Cash Wheeler wasn't going to be able to travel, which I, I'm still not sure about all of that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But people were like, what, what if Edge? Because it was rumored yeah. that Edge's last contract to match with WWE was the end of his contract. But I think someone had reported that his contract is actually up at the end of September. Um, or maybe Edge Edge had said that it's up at the end of September. I don't know. But, like, I really got, like, my gears were turning. And I was like, listen, let's say you strip FTR. Yeah, no, I really, no, <laughs> that was me. I was like, you know what? Get the belt off of them and just bring in Edge and Christian. Like, Edge and Christian as a duo in uh, 2023, not in WWE. And that's the thing. Christian is always at his best when he's not in WWE. So we've never really seen Edge and Christian be Edge and Christian. Like, without Christian being WWE Christian, who's totally nerfed and annoying. Um, he's not annoying, but it's annoying how he's portrayed. So I was like so excited for this. Um, and Caden says Edge said it, but nobody has confirmed it. But like, if Edge says it, I'm taking Edge's word. <laughs> I feel like the person who, whose contract it is would probably know better, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna just say, well, Edge is lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I don't think I don't. I'm not gonna be like Edge is a liar, liar, pants on fire. So we're going to say Edge, we're not, no, because I'm just going to believe Edge. But I do think that AW should move mountains to get Edge. Absolutely. Um, whether it's now or September or no, December or a year from now, because Edge and Christian, like, it's money. It is. And that being Edge's kind of, you know, farewell tour with Christian. I mean, I feel like that'd be perfect. You know, they came up together in wrestling. They went through WWE together. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be really poetic. Yeah, and I think the Hardys did a similar thing. Like, Matt Hardy went to AW, and then Jeff went to AW, and Matt Hardy started saying all this stuff about, you know, wanting to retire with Jeff, wanting to retire in AW, blah, blah, blah. Um and I think it'd be interesting to see Edge in that environment, like where he's not entirely restricted by the confines of Edge, um, which is a WWE character and has like a certain, certain you know, mystique about him and what Edge would do as Edge and Christian. And I think about, you know, the Edge and Christian show, which was a WWE Network show, which I really loved. I miss it. Was so good. Which I, I still think about that show all the time, the Edge and Christian show, and how just goofy they were. And... There's a dynamic there that we haven't seen in a long time that I would love to see more of. Um, I don't know where Luchasaurus fits. <laughs> yeah. I <have> no idea. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's just the friend, I guess. Maybe it's like the brood, and he's Gangrel. Gangrel. <laughs> I don't know, but regardless, I think Tony Khan should do anything in his power to get edge even if for like a six-month contract like just oh, yeah. there's three matches that need to be done um edge and kenny absolute first thing i need especially because edge is like a legend who 
not on he's not like Christian. Christian had the best run of his career outside of WWE and is now having his this you know crazy AW run. Edge, like we haven't seen Edge do that. Yeah, he's Edge, a WWE lifer. Like, yeah, Edge has been WWE or yeah. he's been retired. Yeah. So like there's a lot of matches that really we've missed out on. And especially with these younger guys who did not go to WWE and like missed Edge. I think there's some great matches and some great promos to be had. And so Tony Khan, I, I have no doubt that Tony Khan has Edge on his radar, oh, yeah. regardless of when his contract expires. I think it's, I think that's a shoe in. Um, I think it would be dumb if he didn't. But uh, I don't know. I think the FTR Young Bucks match is going to be excellent because it's FTR Young Bucks, the two best teams of the generation. I, I, I was Team FTR, and I think I said last week that FTR should take it. But the Cash Wheeler news, coupled with the Young Bucks really like being impressive and cheating against the Guns, cheating to win, I think the Young Bucks take it. Wow, you're joining me on Team yeah. Young Buck Island. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I had a feeling. I was like, I feel like the Bucks are going to win here. And I don't know what it is. And then this whole situation happened. And I'm not saying that, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it happened. And I was like, now I really feel like they're going to win. I just, I don't know. I just want to see it. I really do. And I feel like there's still a lot of matches I would like to see with the Young Bucks, um, with the titles. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And I think. I think it really, if Adam Cole does what we said he we, we think he's going to do when he yeah. you know turns heel on MJF and does the thing with the um, the kingdom, and you know you have Jay White doing his thing, I think that there's some really great matches set up like pre-made for All In for Grand Slam for you know the Dynamites leading up to Full Gear. Um, they always do like specials in December. I think there's a lot of mileage there. Um, and also, I think I think the Young Bucks beating FTR would be a surprise. I think it would surprise a lot of people. Um, and I think it would also make a lot of people upset. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Which I think would be good uh, because the Young Bucks cheated against the guns. Mm-hmm. They're off on their own. They're they're interacting with the elite, but you know, kind of not really. On BTE, uh, Nick Jackson was joking about the merch freak. And um, so I don't know. I'd be into it. And I think the Young Bucks being tag champs while Hangman is not a champ would really add something to Hangman's story and his uh, down spiral, his decline, whatever kind of terms you want to use. But that's what I'm excited about. Uh, And I think this match is going to be really great. I think they're going to do callbacks. I think we talked about this last week. They're going to do callbacks to their other matches. There'll, there'll probably be something about, you know, they'll probably tease some CM Punk stuff to just to be, like, annoying. FGR or the box, either one of them teasing CM Punk stuff. And I think it's going to be great. And I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be probably the best match on the card or at the show. And that's that. I'm excited for it. Regardless of Cash Wheeler's legal <laughs> status. And also, I think taking the belts off of FTR, I don't know where this Cash Wheeler thing is going. You know, he's charged with a felony, a third-degree felony. Um, he, he's out on bond. Like, he's, you know, fighting it. He's cooperating with the police, whatever. But, like, 
I'm a if I'm a businessman like Tony Khan, the Young Bucks are a safer bet right now. So I could see FTR retaining just because you want FTR to win the series against the Young Bucks. Like I think that's just common sense. But I don't know. I think you could do something fun with the Young Bucks. I agree. And you know, I'm always team give the Young Bucks the titles again. So even though the last time I feel like the last time they had the titles, like we didn't get like the full potential. Like they were just kind of placeholders. You know what I mean? Because and that's the thing, the Young Bucks haven't had they're they're how do I say this like softly? <laughs> Their first run was good. Yeah. But like it wasn't like the Young Bucks that we wanted. Right. And then, you know, they had that that run that was just a matter of circumstance because of someone else's legal issues. Yeah. And then now they could get another run because of someone else's legal issues. Like, <laughs> this, is just how, this, is, this is just how they take advantage of the situation. They're, they're, they're the Moxley of the tag division. Yeah. Like, whenever something goes wrong for, like, the main eventers, they're like, put it, put it on Mox, put it on Mox. <laughs> He's, like, picking up CM Punk slack all the time. And, like, okay, I'll be world champ. I'll be in doing the thing. Uh, that's the Young Bucks, apparently. <laughs> but you know what? We love it. It's okay. It's okay. Because we kind of love it. Um, but having them, I think they would still be baby faces, regardless of whether they cheated against FTR. Because I think people don't care. Um, I think them being baby faces and sort of getting cheered. And, you know, you know, I just I just want it. I just do. And I like I want Kenny to be world champ again as a baby face. Like, I love that they all got the titles because they were dumb when the AW first started. And they're like, we're not going to be champs. Like, okay, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but now, like, we can have a chance to redo that and see other sides to it. So, also, we missed a super chat. We did. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. Where'd it go? Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, who is a very good friend, says, why did the book go to the doctor? Someone broke its spine. You know, I love it. Actually, perfect because I just finished a 500 page book today. <laughs> like, literally, an hour before the show. <laughs> was it good? It was really good. Um, yeah, it's a series that I really like. Chloe um, Gong, she's a YA author. Um, I love all her books, but we're not here to talk about books. But I just had to say that because I thought it was kind of funny. So, we're both, we're both Team Young Bucks. Yes, we are. I love that. Oh, well, we missed another one. Jackie. Jackie! I see it in the thing, but I don't... Oh, there it is. Okay. Jackie! She said, leaving y'all with a super chat just because I love y'all. We love you. We love you, Jackie. Uh, Jackie's a very good friend of Tag Talk and a very good friend of ours. Uh, One of the best people you'd ever meet in your whole life. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. I think we're both Team Young Bucks. There's, like, other matches on this card. MJF, Adam Cole. There's a women's four-way. Uh, Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay, CM Punk, Samoa Joe. Just some, like, it's a really, really stacked card, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, I think FTR Young Bucks will probably be match of the night, but I think any of these matches really could take it. So it's a great card for a packed stadium. It's not too big either. It's not going to be that long of a show. So I'm excited about it. I would like to see another women's match, maybe on the pre show. That'd be great. But apparently yeah. that's asking for too much, so you know. <laughs> I think I think they'll do something with Chris Statlander. Um, yeah. I don't know what it will be, but I'd be into anything. And then also, 
this is like so dumb, but I would love there to be just a callback to like AW's founding. I would love there to be like a Joshi multi-person match, like a la Kenny Omega style. Uh, I think that'd be fun. I mean, Emmy has been, you know, saying she's going to be there, like, tweeting about it. I would love to yeah. see it. Yeah. Listen, Kenny, so give Kenny Omega control of the women's division. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That is the best final thought. <laughs> final thought for today. Uh, give Kenny Omega control of the women's division. Uh, Haley, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts, man. I don't know. I'm excited for All In. I think it's going to be a really good show. And, um, you know, it leads into All Out, which Kylie and I will be there. I'm excited to see Kylie. I have not seen Kylie in a year. Insane. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a final thought, I guess. Well, you do want to do your plugs? Yeah. Okay. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Haleyan underscore. Um, ooh, the feedback is crazy on your end. Uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at Haleyan underscore. Um, I also wrote a book. It's called Eating the Indies. It's available on Amazon if you guys want to check that out. Um, yeah, I'm still doing the writing thing, my Substack. It's linked on my Twitter. I also do um, full-time writing for Nerds and Beyond. I have some wrestling stuff over there and some like other nerdy things. If you guys are into that, you can check that out. I have a couple of exciting things in the works. Um, Non-wrestling related, but... I'm just really proud of myself for it. So give me all the good vibes if you can. I would appreciate it. Um, I think that's it. You can follow me on Twitter at Kylie Wrestling. I post, you know, if I'm on a show, it'll be there. If I'm doing something, it'll be on my Twitter. Um, this is Fightful Overbooked. You, you should subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. There's a lot of great shows. Uh, and also like this video and, you know, share the love for All In because I think Twitter has been kind of negative about the show unnecessarily in my opinion so you know what i'm excited for all in and i want you guys to be excited too and also this is tag talk we're live every monday at three we talk tag team wrestling uh, sometimes we do pay-per-view shows like this sometimes we do news shows sometimes we do just like retrospective stuff all sorts of fun things so make sure you subscribe to faithful overbook so you know you know when tag talk is up um i think that's all the plug and thank you guys so much for being here. I had a great time talking uh, to you guys. You guys have been great in the chat as well. And we'll see you next week.